Hi there, Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast review for you. I finally got to see Dio, Dreamers Never Die. It's a great documentary. We'll talk about it. Man, I've been on a roll on, on watching videos lately. I've found some really diamonds in the rough. Now, this one is one I knew about and one I needed to get to at some point. But, like, there's a couple movies I've watched recently that never heard of, didn't know anything about, and they were really great, and I can't wait to do podcasts about it. Wait for the next one. That's really good. Anyway, um, I'm a Dio fan, Ronnie James Dio, the vocalist. If you're not a fan, maybe you don't know who I'm talking about. If you do, then you've probably already watched this, and if you haven't watched it, then watch it right now. Ronnie James Dio was a singer. Um, he started in the 50s, uh, was kind of a crooner, then kind of became his own thing in a band called Elf, and they kind of had some tragedy. You need to watch the documentary. Um Biggest change in him was he got he teamed up with Richie Blackmore and they were in Rainbow together. Eventually, he became the lead singer of uh, Black Sabbath when Ozzy um, fell victim to his demons and eventually started a solo career and was on that until the end, although he did reform with Black Sabbath and the band Heaven or Hell. Now, I'm rockphile. I have quite a bit of rock knowledge in my head, and being a fan of this artist, I knew quite a bit about him. I watched this documentary, and I got to say, a lot of illuminating things, things I didn't know. Um, I had heard about why he was out of Black Sabbath, things like that. But to have it confirmed by the members of Black Sabbath is a whole other thing. Um, the documentary was obviously made with love. His wife was involved. Um, everybody in it loves him. They talk to band members from his band. They don't shy away from, you know, at sometimes he was a perfectionist, a hard worker. Um, and that's what caused the problems with like Black Sabbath. They were in their party phase and he was not. You know, he was he was a hard worker. Um, and that's basically the gist of the whole documentary. It charts his entire life. Um, it doesn't shy away from some of the things like may, he may have been a little hard to work with from time to time. Um, but most of the stuff talked about how he just kept on trying. Certain projects did not work out the way they should have, and he would just keep on. And eventually, you know, fully invested in his name and became an, an icon. Um, he's also the guy that kind of did the devil horns more than anybody else, and it became his thing. Um but that's also a positive thing. Anyway, there, there's a lot to the documentary. They talk to all sorts of rock stars. They talk to people behind the scenes, photographers. It's touching. It's funny. There was some laugh out loud moments as they talked about some of the things that happened with the bands and the recordings and the tours. There's some spinal tap moments that are revealed. They do talk to the former members of the band, almost all of them. Um, they talk to producers. They literally, I, I don't know who they didn't talk to. Um, some of the people that really knew him, like Eddie Trunk, gives some insight to some things, especially towards the end. Um, it was really fascinating. Look, again, I'm Rockfile. I have quite a bit of rock knowledge. I've seen and own a lot of rock documentaries, and this is one I was looking forward to, but I really wasn't the night I put this in. I was like, mm, it's two hours. Okay, if it's not good, I can pause it in the middle, right? My, my 4K player will remember where I was, kind of like Netflix or something. Um, and I started watching it and I was pulled right in it at first I wasn't, but like, it didn't take long. I'm like, okay, well, this is starting at the beginning. Okay. Interesting. I was fully invested to watch the whole thing. Matter of fact, it flew by and when it was over, I was like, oh, and there's 20 minutes of extras on the 4k and the Blu-ray. Um, I was shocked that this is a documentary that came out in 4K. I don't know that you necessarily have to have it in 4K. Most of the archival footage and stuff is, you know, square, old, 1.33 to 1. Um, 
the newer stuff, the interviews and things like that, are filmed in widescreen and 4K, and they look crisp. There's a lot of uh, a lot of that that looks really great. But the majority of the movie is old pictures, old video footage with voiceover over it and things like that. Um, so it's not really a showcase. Now the soundtrack, uh, the uncompressed uh, DTS Master 5.1, was actually pretty good. Uh, when they have some of the concert footage on or some of the music on in the background when people are talking, it's got a nice sense of surround, a nice sense of filling up the room with not just somebody talking out of your TV, that there's other things going on around you. The music is enveloping you, kind of. And it never gets too loud to drown out what the people are saying, but it's there and it's present and it, and it sounds good. You know, you can tell it's a high-resolution, smooth-sounding. And then when they have to crank it up for certain things, I mean... There's a point where the producer who worked with him on Heaven and Hell talks about how that song opens with a nice, mellow beginning. Um, Not producer, but the director of the video. And uh, it turns out it's John, uh, what's his name, Corsicarelli, who did um, the Phantasm movies. He was the director of the video, and and they really, he had no idea what he was going to do. And listening to the beginning of that song, it's nice and mellow, and it's sweet, and then... As he puts it, Ronnie unleashes his formidable voice and the rest is history. Um, That's just one of the hundreds, if not thousands, of things you learn in this documentary. So if you're a Fringe fan or a real fan, you need to watch it. If you're a fan of rock documentaries, this is one of the best ones to come down the pike. It doesn't go too far into putting him on a pedestal. I think some of the—I did watch the the extra stuff that they cut out— um, some of that did. I can see why they pulled that out because it went a little far into the we're going past the biopic into the we're going to make this guy a, you know, a god. And not that he doesn't deserve that, but they kept it pretty grounded by the end. And they didn't really elevate it too much, you know, like like maybe Oliver Stone did with Jim Morrison or something like that. So it's very grounded. It's very down to earth. There's, it is just chock full of music, behind the scenes, him talking, other people talking. It's a really well put together documentary. I'd give it an 8 out of 10, 8.5 out of 10, maybe even a 9. It's really good. I would like to see more of him, but for whatever reason, there maybe wasn't more of him. But they do show some some video footage and some pictures I've never seen before, things of him, things he said, um, him at home, a lot of behind-the-scenes. It, it's a fascinating rock documentary of a fascinating character who made an indelible mark on music and metal. Um Regardless of what you think of the music, I'm a fan. I, I really like what he did with Sabbath. I really like what he did with Rainbow. And I really like, especially his first couple of solo albums. I think they're fantastic. I put them on to this day when I want to drive down the road with the windows down and crank it up really loud. Hit that voice. The dude had one of those signature voices that doesn't come along very long. So anyway, Dio, Dreamers Never Die? Yeah. It's available on most streaming services. And now it's available on Blu-ray and 4K. The 4K is nice. It's nice to have another rock documentary or rock anything in 4K. I understand that the new Porcupine Tree concert was filmed in 4K, but it only came out on Blu-ray. Yet in excess uh, Live Baby Live or Live Baby Live, however you want to say it, that was a fully restored 4K. And I know coming out later on this month, the talking head, Stop Making Sense, is being fully restored in 4K and getting a release. So anyway, it's nice to get more of this stuff in 4K because that kind of future proofs your collection. But like I said, Blu-ray would be just fine. There's not a whole lot of, oh, wow, um, you know, 4K, HDR, Dolby Atmos content in this. It doesn't have an Atmos mix. And I don't even know if it had much HDR. I think mine was playing in Dolby Vision. But 
Anyway, it's it's a worthy documentary. Any way you can stream it, get it, buy it. If you're a fan, then you should own it. Um, it's recently dropped in price to around that, that magic $20 mark, which I don't mind paying for something like this. Um, so if you can get it for that, it's more than worth it. And if you're a fan, it's worth a lot more. It's a really, really good documentary of a, of a great rock star who's no longer with us. So check it out. Dio, Dreamers Never Sleep, available now. I'm Scott. I'm Rockfile. Got a lot of podcasts on the way. Thank you for listening and have a spectacular day.